0: Hey folks, thanks for tuning in. Today we're going to keep working our way through the Sermon on the Mount. This will be episode 18, and the topic is giving to the needy. Today is a good lesson about being genuine with our love for others through giving. Intent matters, and we're going to talk about that today. That's not the only thing that matters in today's message. It's also delivery or execution, if you will. Today's message talks about what modern people would call virtue signaling virtue signaling is the action or practice of publicly expressing opinions or sentiments intended to demonstrate one's good character or the moral correctness of one's position on a particular issue. Now, let me leave you with this question before we touch on scripture. Have you personally seen any virtue signaling going on around you? What about social media? Let's see what God's written word says now that we've kind of given a preface on virtue signaling, and we'll work into the whole giving to the needy idea. Matthew 6, 1-4 says, Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them, for then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. Thus, when you give to the needy, sound no trumpets before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may be praised by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward, But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret, and your Father, who sees in secret, will reward you. It's important to understand not everyone trying to serve God, Yahuwah, by Jewish definition, or back then when Judaism was the primary religion, not all of them were hypocrites. Now, by definition, there's two definitions for a hypocrite. One, the first definition is, A person who puts on a false appearance of virtue for religion. Second definition, a person who acts in contradiction to his or her stated beliefs or feelings. Now in the context of the verses that we went over in Matthew, the people Jesus is referring to were people who wanted to look virtuous by appearance rather than true virtue which is moral excellence. Now it would also be fitting to say Jesus is referring to people who had a stated belief but there was a contradiction in actions or behavior. Now, let's not make the mistake of thinking it is impossible for us, as Christians, to be hypocrites. You know, when someone chooses to live their, commit their life to Christ, rather, that comes with a set of responsibilities. Being a Christian is about denying the world, denying ourselves, and taking up our cross to follow Christ. And there's a reason that Catholic Christians have confirmation and that the Orthodox Christians have what's called Chrismation. The purpose is to ensure you know enough about what you're getting yourself into or what you're signing up for when it comes to committing your life of faith in Christ. The Protestant Christians don't have this sacrament or mystery in their faith, and that's always bothered me. You know, if you study the history of Christianity, the sacraments have slowly dwindled down to one, maybe two, depending on what church you go to. And I think confirmation and chrismation, which are the same thing, I think it's important, I think it's an important milestone. And I'm, I'm not quite sure why the Protestants don't have that. You know, We have to make sure people know what it means to be a Christian, and I think that's probably why we see some of the problems that we, that we do see today. But anyways, I think it's also important to bring up the difference between someone who's struggling with sin and someone who's being a hypocrite. A Christian hypocrite would be no different than a Jewish hypocrite, the only difference is that their faith changes. And intent is what matters here. You know, fighting to live a biblical life but having shortcomings, as we all do, is very different than someone calling themselves a Christian who, let's say, disregards Scripture when it's presented before them. Now, regarding giving, let's go over some commentaries. The following information was taken from, taken from David Guzik's commentary. If someone finds out that we have given something, do we automatically lose our reward? The issue is really a matter of motive. If we give for our own glory, it doesn't matter if no one finds out and we will still have no reward from God. But if we give to God's glory, it doesn't matter who finds out because your reward will remain because you have the right motive. So intentions and and motives are important in this. Now, it's also, I think, crucial to bring this up. The Bible, if you study... Judgment versus Passing Judgment, Crino versus Catacrino, and I forget which one is which, but those are the two things I kind of delved into. And if you also look at Paul's teachings on the Sword of the Spirit or the Word of of God incarnate and it deciphers between thoughts and intentions. So as Christians, we're actually not allowed to biblically judge thoughts or intentions. The only two things that we're allowed to judge, which means to judge rightly, is to judge behavior and speech. And if you think about that, that makes perfect sense because if someone assumes someone else is being malevolent when they aren't, then it just causes a whole host of problems. So take that with you. Don't interpret thoughts. Don't interpret intentions. Only interpret behavior and speech. Now, if we are going to assume anything, it would be better to assume by giving the benefit of the doubt. Okay? So, this comes from Jordan Peterson too. It's, it's a brilliant uh, quote or a, a brilliant suggestion. He says, always assume stupidity before malevolence. So, if we're going to assume anything, Assume that someone is not malevolent and assume they just don't know what they're talking about and then Offer them some insight if you have it biblical insight if you have it so again intentions definitely matter when it comes to giving to the to the needy and to use the virtue signaling example on social media if someone's doing it for attention and They're doing it to be acknowledged then they've been paid in full but if someone you know keeps it off social media, tries to not make a big deal out of, of it, they don't brag, they don't boast, they don't share for the sake of looking like a good person, then God will still reward them regardless of who finds out. It all goes back to the heart when we talk about intentions. And God, truly, only Christ can decipher or judge the heart. That's why we should not judge thoughts or intentions. So here's a summary for today. We're pretty, we're pretty much t- done with the material. Three short summaries. Number one, let's not virtue signal. Let's not, and of course, let's make sure to keep our giving in private. We don't need to boast about it. We don't need to brag about it. We don't need to share with other people so we can get compliments, let's say. Summary number two. Let's not be hypocrites. Let's strive to live a biblical life and struggle against sin, which is what Christ wants us to see, to fight against it, and to be humble enough to continually repent. You know, this whole one-time repentance idea is, is not true. We need to continually repent by updating our mind and turning away from sin. And then number three, just a friendly reminder that God knows what goes on in secret. And that's a terrifying thing to remember because there there may well be certain situations that we've participated in in secret that's going to require us to have a conversation with God about it, or give an account for it. So just remember, God's always watching. I know it seems maybe a little elementary or trivial, but even as adults, God's always watching. That's all for today. I hope everyone has a great day. Fight the good fight. God bless.